Welcome to Benjamin's Dream and the Dreamers Podcast. Okay, listeners, it's uh, week four in fantasy football. Um, We're going to do the same thing as last week. Hopefully you enjoy our opinions, and hopefully uh, if you feel like you have better ones, don't hesitate to tell us. Um, But the first person I called this week is Alex. He plays his brother, Drew. So let's give Alex a call and see how it goes. Hello? Hey, what's up? Uh, Not much. Not much? What's going on? Oh, not too much. So did you um, win last week? Oh, never mind. You're on a two-game losing streak. Yeah, two-game losing streak. Who did you play? You played? Uh, last week I played Mike Irvin. Oh, you play Mike? Okay. Yeah. Do you have any running backs? <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> not showing up for me. No, I got you. That was the problem. So I got, I went, uh, picked up some running backs. So we'll see. I got um, some Morris guy from San Francisco. I'm not sure exactly sure who it is. Alfred Morris. He used to play for the Redskins, yeah. and then he went to the Cowboys as a backup. And then I think he—he uh, he was he was a Pro Bowler in Washington, and then he did um, pretty good when Zeke was out, based off their offensive line. But um, I guess he was kind of placed as the uh, backup in in uh, San Francisco right now. Yeah. Well, so we'll I don't know. We'll see. I know Burkett was he- uh, hurt. Ryan Burkett, or he was hurt last week, I think, or he's on IR. So I have to do something there. Wait, your kicker's on IR? No, no, no. Uh, running back. Oh, He's my fault, my back. fault, my fault, my fault. Oh, yeah. Is it is it one of those short-term IRs, or is it, like, season-ending? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I got you. I don't know what's going on with him. You but, really... Uh, any, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. Do you feel playing James Washington over A.J. Green is a better matchup for you? Well, I don't know. I mean... Your wide receivers are very good. Michael Thomas is very good. Jarvis Landry, he's still dominating. Well, not dominating. He's still playing very well for Cleveland. And then yeah. A.J. Green, two weeks ago, he played AJ, very well. I think he played. Yeah, A.J.'s pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. I I just kind of decided to go with Washington this week and put him in there and see see what he does for me. I think uh, that might be good based off, um, well, what was your reasoning behind it? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that it might be good. I mean, he's playing Baltimore. We'll see if he gets some touches here this weekend. Uh, you know, we'll see. I got you. I think it might be good because I think they'll maybe semi-over-prepare for A.B. and uh, Juju, meaning yeah. Washington might get a bunch of open catches, maybe a touchdown again, like you did right. two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. So. I got you. Okay, so you're finally on my side. You want to, you know, part ways with Le'Veon Bell. So, <laughs> so, what, so what would it take? What are some uh, options we could do? I don't know. Let me look at your team here. Yeah, no problem. Who, who you got? It'd be nice to do a running back for running back because nope. that's where I'm really hurt. But, I mean, it, I don't know. See, it's kind of hard for me based off um, uh, this week I had – I didn't have, like, a running back spot because um, Joe Mixon is hurt. He's he's not on IR. He's just he, – I'm probably missaying this. He had to get, like, a scope of his knee or something. Some uh, It was like a minor procedure, but it turned out really well meaning, like, he can come back in a few weeks. But, like, AP's on a bye. Chris Thompson's on a bye. So I could find someone off the waiver wires, but I don't have a running back this week. I only have two that could – they're on the, my roster at the moment that could start for me. I got you. What would you I mean, want? Adrian, I don't know. I mean, Adrian Peterson would be all right. I mean, he's past his prime a little bit. but <laughs> I mean, he played um, – I see, I think uh, – I'm pretty sure I'm going to mispronounce his first name, but – 
you remember P. and the P. Rod that I whatever they used to play for Oklahoma. Kind of remember him, yeah. So he's not necessarily like out for the year. He's just injured. So I'm a little nervous. Well, I'm not that nervous that when he comes back, maybe he'll take some touches from AP. But that might be right. good because maybe he'll AP will be more fresher. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean you never know with that one. But I mean I, I don't know, man. I mean you you make me an offer and we'll go from there. No, I got yeah. you. Honestly, Le'Veon hasn't done anything for me. Honestly, he's not on team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't know when he's gonna come back or if he's planning to come back or what's gonna happen there. So I mean if if the deal is right, I mean we'll we'll go with it and you know. All right, gotcha. We'll let me see what, see what happens. Let me go back to your team real quick. See okay. what we can do. So I could do something like I would intentionally trade for Rex Burkett, even though he's on IR, just so you could get two players for Le'Veon rather than okay. one. Because I feel like if he comes back at any point in time, he should be a very good fantasy football player. But that's if he comes back. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. then, like, in theory, the players you get could help you go, like, you know, on a win streak and somehow I could lose and it'd be totally pointless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to yeah. – Yeah, it's tough to kind of say whether it be a good deal or not from right. How's no? How's well? It depends. It just depends. I don't think it. Right. How's Andrew Luck playing? He's playing really good. I mean, I, I have Doug Russell in there, but uh, um, this week I'm just looking at him. This week, last week he did pretty pretty well for me too. But I, you know, he's he was on the bench. But anyways, he's projected to get 17 points this week. He's uh, Indianapolis is playing Houston. Okay. So I don't know. I got you. No, but I'll, I'll give you a trade within 24 hours. I'll throw something at you, see what I can do. Right. Um, That's cool. What player – so, obviously, so the Le'Veon Bell situation is kind of a weird situation based off he's technically not on a roster, even though, like, he's available to be traded and stuff on fantasy. Right. Um, is there any players that are completely off the table on your team? Nah, nah not really. I got you. Okay, real quick. Do you know the player that's transferring from uh, Clemson? No, I don't. It's just uh, no worries. I was going to – I'll ask Drew or DJ. Some kind of quarterback. Yeah, I know that. I was going to tell you to give a um, recruitment speech, but I can't think of his name, so that doesn't really help. So uh, hype us up, up against Texas Tech this week. I don't know. I was just listening to three guys before the game mm-hmm. to that podcast. I got you. It's pretty good. Um, but anyways, um, I don't know. They were they were talking about how it's you know they it's I mean it's going to be a good matchup, no doubt. But I mean they think you know we got to at least keep it close, you know, keep it close all the way through, and then hopefully we can win in the end. You know, I don't know. It'd be it'd be crazy if we went in and just, you know, dominated them, but I don't think we are. You know, I think it'll be a close game. I think so. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it'll just, I don't know, it'll just come down to the very end probably. I got you. I'm pretty confident in the team. Well, I'm not that confident, but I'm pretty confident in the team this year. I mean, in theory, I know as a super fan, so, you know, we are – we didn't play perfect against Kansas State, but we technically only held them to six points. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's that's pretty pretty good. That's not too bad, but they're not necessarily a powerhouse on offense this year. Right. Texas Tech did have some big wins. They beat Oklahoma State, and I think they beat they beat Ole Miss, but Ole Miss <laughs> lost by like a ton to Alabama. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you know, I don't know that Oklahoma. I don't know how good Oklahoma State is. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, we just don't know. I mean, they were ranked in the top 25, but, you know, I don't know whether that's whether they should be ranked that high or not. You know what I mean? No, I got you. So, I don't know. It's kind of tough to tell. Mm-hmm. But this will definitely be a fun game this weekend, and, you know, I think it'll be uh, it'll be a close one. So, I hope we come out on the 
victorious side there. I think we will, but I think we just have to. I don't know. We I we just have to see. Maybe this will be our first true test. I thought really yeah. Tennessee should have been, but they weren't the greatest. And yeah. then I thought maybe Kansas State would, but once again they weren't really competitive versus they talk, us. They, yeah, they talked about on this podcast how it kind of feels like 2012. You know what I mean? Like we were very really good, undefeated going in, mm-hmm. and then we just completely lost it. And then you know the whole train derailed, and just we never got fell back with that season. You know, right? So they they mentioned that in this podcast, which I hope that doesn't that that's not the case. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that would be awful. Which year, what year was it when we won the Orange Bowl by seven, or won, scored 70 in the Orange Bowl? Is that 2012? Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was that year, actually, yeah. Or was it the year before? Because it might have been the year before, actually. I think, because we were hyped up to play, like, Alabama in the national championship, and then we just, I can't remember Geno's last bowl game, though. I thought. Uh, oh, that was the pinstripe. Yeah. The Orange Bowl was the year before, and then then it was the pinstripe bowl. Okay, I got you. Syracuse, you remember that? Yeah, we lost, correct? Yeah, we lost in that game. Stupid. So, no, I got you. So, I think we had a bunch of good uh, information this week. If you ever feel comfortable, share it with a coworker, share it with a family member, share it with whoever. It doesn't really matter. Um, but okay. it was it was good talking to you. And then uh, I'll send you a trade tonight, if not very shortly here. All right, man. Sounds good. Hey. I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Hey, what's up? I'm not too much. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I remember I kept a close eye on it because you were playing my boss, but you lost last week, correct? Yeah, I was up most of the time until the Mike you know, Evans Monday play. night game. Yeah, Mike Evans had a good game, and Connor had a decent game too. So, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I unfortunately lost that one too. I guess you. Our uh, our the Steelers running offense or the running game, uh, it's been really inconsistent because I don't know if it's because of David DeCastro because he hasn't played the last two games. But, I mean, I guess he, Connor, and technically, you know, got the yards when he needed to. But, like, the first half or the beginning of the third quarter, like, he only had, like, he had very little yards again. But, I mean, Ben threw it all over the place again, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to think. I mean, Connor, he's doing all, he's doing fine, I guess. I mean. He's right. not going to do like he did in week one every week. So, Right. Sorry. I'm happy. Vance McDonald, you got to be happy with him. That was That was real. I hope so. I mean, I, if he's healthy, he's a big contributor for us. Oh, yeah. Most of the time. Because, like, I mean, like, if you – I mean, he, I, don't necessarily, I don't know if he necessarily had a touchdown, but the Jacksonville game that we went to, he had, like, 10-plus catches. And then, obviously, yeah, the Monday night game, game, he did very well. If he stays healthy, that will be fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jesse James is like a he'll Jesse James will obviously lose a lot less playing time, but I feel like maybe once in a while he'd be maybe a better red zone option just based off his height. But then the whole you know goal line situation that one time it kind of maybe might be in his head a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, he's pretty sure-handed. It seems like I don't know to me anyway. No, I got you. More so than he used to be. Maybe last year he wasn't as much. But, mm-hmm. And he didn't score many points this week, so that was disappointing. But. I got you. I thought you had it. Well, I I thought the meet, the matchup was decent because you had um, Antonio Brown and Jesse James, and he had Mike Evans and um, James Conner. Yep. So, like, to begin with, it looked like Antonio was, you know, getting your more yards, and Mike Evans wasn't really doing much necessarily, I don't think. He might have had, like, 34 yards, which is, I guess, a lot, but 
fantasy-wise, it's not that big a deal. And then the second half when he scored that touchdown over Artie, it kind of just, like, because yeah, we weren't throwing. he didn't really do anything the second half, so. Right. It was kind of weird, but, like, I, this is going to sound goofy because I feel like it's the same thing A.B. did. But, like, I kind of liked when, for, like, two seconds, when Ben and Brown weren't really talking. You like that, Why do you like that? Well, because I feel like it holds each other accountable. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just assuming that A.B. didn't do the right thing. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe Ben threw the wrong, you know, but I don't know. It didn't look like it. Because it was, oh, like, okay. after the route, he came off the field, and then, like, he was going to talk to Ben, it seemed like, and then Marcus Gilbert, like, stopped him and probably said, this is what you were supposed to do or this is what you didn't do or something okay, like that. Okay, I was probably driving at that point. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it was at the. It was towards the end. It was We were trying to get a first down. Okay. And then, okay. yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> what do you think the situation with Chris Boswell is? I, I don't know. He's just in a funk. I'm sure he'll be fine. I mean, he, he was the, he was just too good last year. It wasn't He wasn't going to be that good again. Right, 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 right. He was so clutch, it was crazy. There's no way he's going to reproduce that. I mean, he should be making his extra points and stuff, but I think he'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. I hope so. It just seems like... What do you like, think about James Harrison? I'm tired of it. I don't... <laughs> I, I like... I feel like he's... I don't know, like... He, I don't, I don't know the situation, but I feel like he's just trying to be like a new member of the media, trying to get some like almost like attention type thing. Because he didn't really have to as a player because he was good. Like he didn't have to say stuff. Yeah. And then now it's like maybe it's not the perfect you know analyst of things. And then he's just like, well, you know, I think Bill. I was like, oh my God. I was. It really bothered me because like I felt like that's a. I hate that Bell's out. Like, I get that he wants his money. That's fine. And I think there is a bit communication between, like, the players on the team and Bell. Like, maybe Bell said he was coming and there's something, it seems like. But the fact if, that someone's telling him, like, you should, you know, sign the tender, tenure and then just fake injury. Like, what the heck? Like, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. I think you're right. He's just saying it's try to get maybe a job or attention. I don't know. Right. I don't know why anybody would care. He, He's not even a good talker. Why does anyone want to hear his opinion? I don't know. <laughs> How many more weeks are you holding on to Des Bryant? And to who? On to Des. No, on, I went. I went back from the Steelers back to your fantasy team. Des Bryant. Um, has I don't know. Have there been any rumors that anybody might sign him? I don't even know. I think a lot of things. Teams are somehow thinking he could maybe go back. To, not teams. I've heard like players say like, "Oh, he could go back to the Cowboys and really help him out or something," but. I don't know. I thought there was like two weeks ago, like the Eagles, um, obviously because you have uh, Alshon Jeffries, like they had some receivers out, then they lost more receivers. Like, oh, maybe they will sign Dez because then he'll play the Cowboys twice a year, blah, 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 to work out. But I I, don't know. I feel like talent-wise, like he needs to be on a roster, but I don't know why he isn't. I can't believe he's not. I, I just, I don't know. He's not like he dropped off that much. I don't know. I don't. The Cowboys are clearly struggling. I mean. Uh-huh. What would you want for Deshaun Watson? I don't even, well, like, from you? Yeah. Or just, I don't even know what your roster is, man, sorry. That's well, no big deal. I'm trying, I thought about, like, asking every team, like, trying to make a trade with every player. I wouldn't do every single one, but I thought about it. Also, what do you think about the Mountaineers this Saturday? Oh, I think, this is our first real test, I think, maybe, because, you know, I don't know, I don't know what to think about the Big 12. I thought I had it figured out, and then Oklahoma State got stomped by Texas Tech, and, and, uh, TCU lost to Texas pretty convincingly, too. So, And then didn't Oklahoma go to overtime with Army? Yeah, I listened to that game the whole time, the last fourth quarter at least. Yeah, the Army had a chance to, like, kick a field goal at the end. or No, no, Oklahoma did, and they missed it. They had, like, a 30-yard field goal, and then it went to overtime, and they won. But that's crazy. If that 
this is our year to win the Big 12. We got to do it this year. There's no excuse not to. I mean, I hope so. O- Oklahoma almost lost at home to Army. I mean, come on. <laughs> Texas Tech, we'll see how good we are against Texas Tech. Their, their defense is terrible, so we shouldn't have a problem scoring points. Mm-hmm. Just And our defenses look pretty good this year so far. They haven't played that anybody that great, but still. And like a few years ago when their team might have been a little better and our team was in a kind of like a transition year when they had uh, Patrick Mahomes, didn't we beat them still or no? Yeah, we beat them every year. He, we beat them four years in a row now, so I think we beat them every time he played us. I think I think something you said on the original podcast, or not the, I don't want to say the original, but the one of the first or second podcasts is like Dana does have Kingsbury's number. Oh yeah, definitely. At least definitely over the last four year, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always hope. I keep thinking to myself, but I'll just say it out loud. For some reason, Kingsbury gets fired and then he joins our staff and then he <laughs> recruits all those players to come play for us. That'd be nice. I mean, I don't, I don't know. He'd probably go coach somewhere else, but he's talented. Though. I mean, I'm sure he could get another job somewhere else. And he's from Tech too, so. Mm-hmm. I never thought about um, that way. Yeah, and I think I don't know. Well, the Big Twelve is wide open this year, so why I'm, not us? I know I'm nervous about Texas, though, like a little bit. You mean Texas Tech? No, no. So I went forward in the schedule. I think we don't play them the first week of November or the first, like the third or something. Texas, because I feel like they're. It's a home game, I think, right? No, last no, it should be at Texas because oh, last that's year. Right, because Greer got hurt, hurt last year. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And I don't know how good Texas offense Texas offense is. And they probably like are overrated probably, but their defense I, yeah. was pretty good last year. And I'm I'm pretty sure they lost like a middle linebacker to the draft and they probably lost other people. But I don't think they you know, most of their talent was underclassmen, if that makes sense. No, yeah. I mean I think yeah, we'll see how as the year goes along if they're really actually good. I mean, they lost to Maryland for God's sake. Mm-hmm. And Maryland just lost. Maryland lost. Got killed by Temple. So I don't know. It was funny. I watched Temple play like Tulsa, and that's probably not even right at all. But they're like, they're like, they would talk a lot of trash, and I thought it was fun to watch. Uh, did you see uh, Kansas killed Rutgers like two weeks ago? Yeah, and then everybody picked him to beat Baylor last week, and Baylor beat the crap out of him. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why everyone was so high on Kansas, but whatever. Hopefully they not. lost the first weekend. They lost to at D1AA school. I think it was one of the Dakotas. I'm not sure. It might have been North Dakota. Isn't that where Carson Wentz went? Uh, I can't remember if he went to North or South. That's a good point. I didn't realize there was two, but... Uh, I think you're right, North, but I'm not 100% sure. The Bison? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Are you going to try to – okay, I'm going back to fantasy. I'm all over the place. Are you going to try to start Jimmy Graham this week, or are you sticking with Jesse? Uh, who do the Packers play? Buffalo. Then, yeah, I'll probably put him in. <laughs> and we play the Ravens. Yeah, I'll probably put him in. Yeah. Which – He's uh, been disappointing so far, to say yeah. the least. Tavon's been good that last week, too. He got another touchdown. Well, that's good. I'm happy for him. I hope he does well on Dallas. Um, so which Steeler team is going to show up uh, Sunday night? The first well, half versus Tampa, or <laughs> I think the offense should. Um, Ben's kind of found his groove. It seems like I um, think so. Yeah, and the offense I think is going to be okay. We'll just see what kind of defense shows up. Um, um, see, I'm going to say this one thing real quick. So, like, obviously, well, it's not obvious, but point being, I hate when. So we have a struggling DB on the team. Um, <laughs> we don't need to mention his name, um, but I don't understand why people <laughs> don't play the ball. Too many DBs play the receiver. If you play the ball, the ball, 
the ball is almost a DB's best friend. If the ball is in the air, that means the offensive player has not caught it. If you play the ball, that's what you should do. But a lot of people, like, they always get beat, and they, I don't know, I don't know. This is frustrating. It's like, especially because Artie's been beat deep, like, the last three weeks. But yeah. he went for the, like, the he bit on the fake, and it's like, I don't care if he gives up a 15-yard pass yeah, in front of him. Yeah, let him get behind you. And then he, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then uh, you'll probably know a little bit about that. Well, not so. Mike Hilton, he hyperextended his elbow. Um, okay. Do you think he should be able to just put on a brace like most football players, or do you think he'll sit out a week? Because he played very well for us in uh, played very well for us in the uh, Tampa Bay game. I thought. Uh, who who Mike is this Hilton? Again? He's like our okay. Def- he's like our nickel defensive back, dime defensive back. I didn't know, but uh, it, it depends how pat it is. I guess I couldn't really say. I guess he was uh, 28. No, excuse me. He was 31 last year, and he's 28. A bunch of our defensive backs switched up numbers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think he had two picks. Well, I don't know. He he might have had two picks last game. Our first rounder had a pick, didn't he? Yeah, I was was pretty happy with that. Yeah. I wish – I remember when they showed the replay because, like, he pretty much, in theory, almost threw the ball right to him. But I didn't know if he did, like, cut it off somehow or was this overthrown. It was overthrown, I yeah. think, wasn't it? I'm pretty I'm sure it was, but one. I didn't know if I was. But I mean, I, he looked he looked good. Um, I don't think he'll. It depends on if. Uh, oh shoot, who do we get from the Packers? I what can't if, think of his name. It's gonna bother me. I want to say House, but I don't think that's right. No, Hyde. Okay. <sighs> Whatever. But I'd like to see you know Terrell Edwards you know start. I think our. I don't know. I thought it was kind of like almost like a. A win when Bud got the pick six. Maybe that'll get him some momentum. Like I felt that like. That was Bud, right? Yeah, Bud got it, yeah. Yeah. But it was kind that of, was it was fluky yeah. almost. Yeah, it was fluky. What did you think of the Monday night announcers? I, I don't like, I, I tried to watch them the first week, I think it was, like the doubleheader. No, though, no, I didn't watch any of them on the first week because they did the later game. It was just weird. I thought it was weird how they kept showing them from the back. Like, they showed, like, yeah. the production, but, like, it didn't look – it wasn't, like, fancy. It was, like, this some guy kept standing on a box, like, this little platform. And, like, well, I'm sure he wants to be shown like that. Yeah, boogers. He's just around that floating chair. That's – I, I find that kind of cool. That I don't know how it looks, like, in the game, but the idea of he's just there and it moves him back and forth and he has, like, a bunch of computer screens – or not a bunch, but one at least. I find that kind of neat. I don't mind Booger McFarlane, but, like – the, I can't. Oh, oh, I tweet. He doesn't have a Twitter. I don't think the Joe Tessitore, the Texas is back guy. Yeah, yeah. I wish he would just. I wish he would like kind of like realize it was kind of a goofy statement. Just like say everything is back all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. But I'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right. See ya. See ya. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Oh, too much. Um. So you're still the only undefeated team. Uh, this yes. week, still the only one left. I uh, I don't exactly remember, but I kind of kept an eye on based off. But I'm only one game behind now, but that's not a good point. On your and DJ's score, did his players kind of underperform, or did your players necessarily like? Did your guys go play very well again this week? Well, he he um, but he had underperformance going into the final game. Uh, Around 8.30, I believe he had Gronkowski left, and that's what really, like, that's what really scared me against Detroit. Mm-hmm. But Detroit held him. Right. I was surprised how well they played. 
And I'm because you looked at his numbers, and then you look what I think he had Vance McDonald on the bench. You look look at his numbers, you would think that the numbers should be switched. But yeah, it's right. I was surprised. I was there watching it. I was really concerned. I thought he was going to he was because he wasn't down by much. Right. I think he might have been maybe down somewhere between 15, 20 points. I'm like, I, Gronk can do that. Right, easily. I was yeah, surprised. I remember we talked about Sorry, I apologize for cutting you off. Okay. I remember I remember we talked about it um, prior, but, like, we thought Minnesota's defense was going to get him, like, a lot of points, and then they lost to Buffalo. I, could, I was kind of shocked. That was, I think that was a shocker around every league. Mm-hmm. But my guys, I mean, Rivers, Kamara, and McCaffrey, they – they held their ground, right. so it really. And then Will Lutz gave me 15, so really, it's all I needed. All I needed to really hold on to win. I uh, remember. I remember we talked about this too. I picked up Dan Bailey. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, Dan's extremely solid for you know uh, was for Dallas. He'll you know he'll give me some points. He got me zero <laughs> points. I mean, yeah, it didn't it didn't right. matter. I won by like 20 or maybe even 15 or something, but I was, like, up by 30, but that's not the point. And I was like, oh, you know, this is going to be helpful, and then it didn't. And I thought about uh, thought about picking up a different kicker, like switching, but I was like, I'll just pick a kicker in a Thursday night game. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, I mean, Bailey's playing right now with, with the Rams, so right. we'll see what happens this week. I'm hoping their offense bogs down in the, in the red zone. Plus, yeah. uh, Mike has uh, Kirk Cousins. Well, he, it's okay. weird. He has Kirk Cousins and he has the Rams defense. So yeah, like, that's something you should never. That's a fantasy thing you should never do. <laughs> have have a quarterback and you got their de- and you're playing against the opposing. Team. Yeah, that's right. That hurt. That hurts you. That hurts you in the long run. Right, I got you. I don't think you did because you you stay your team's pretty solid, so you don't really necessarily have to. Um, did you try to pick up anyone this week? You know, I did. I took. I picked up Calvin Ridley this week. Oh, I think that – so I wanted to draft him. I wanted to draft him or there was another receiver. Oh, this guy's not really a rookie. Uh, John Ross. Okay. Um, for Cincinnati because I heard he was healthier and plus he still had the speed. So I was like, okay, I'll take a chance. I actually did draft him. Minnesota scored. I actually did draft him, but um, I ended up not keeping him for a week or two. But Calvin Ridley, I think, is a – or excuse me, yeah, Calvin Ridley. I think – I think he could maybe emerge as the number two over Muhammad Sanu, but it just yeah, depends. Yeah, I mean, he had the three touchdowns there against Atlanta. Yeah, he's gonna, he's go, he's playing to be that number two. Right. I mean, he was a first round pick. I didn't like when he played for um, Alabama. Like, I knew he played very very well, but like, I did, he didn't remind me of like Julio Jones dominating you know games and stuff like that. But he could. Julio Jones is like a deep threat, more of a guy. He's. I'm, just for he's like that Randy Moss. If you want to compare it to anyone, Randy Moss would be like a Julio Jones type player. I got you. So, uh, did you get to watch the Packers game? Uh, Packers game was not on the area, but I did listen to it on the radio because I do have one of those uh football apps. So I did listen to it on the radio, and boy, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, I that uh, you're uh, um, this is gonna drive me nuts because I can't think. Oh, wait, never mind. Muhammad Wilkinson didn't he get yeah, hurt during the I, game? He did. His season's over. Um, yeah, just and the thing is, a lot of pass, a lot of stupid penalties. But the most important one, this roughing the passer is getting ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. I hate they're doing it. Does I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. I wish I knew like how they graded like the referees after the game because if I feel like the referees know this is not pass interference, or excuse me, 
roughing the passer, but it's like, well, this is how the the rule reads, and we better call it this way, or we're gonna lose our job, you know, like, or we're gonna get like demoted or something. Because obviously these aren't. If did you watch well, the? It's, Sorry, go. It's the thing is, players in the past, like a Lawrence Taylor or Reggie White or Ray Lewis, they built their careers on getting doing them kind of hits. Right. You know, it's like old. You look at the quarterback the wrong way, you're gonna get penalized for it i thought when they first so maybe it'd be different if it was mike like if it happened to ben and i know you're a packers fan but like i didn't think the aaron Rodgers hit was like dirty like two years ago technically no, when he broke his collarbone I, mean, I think it was just a I, fluke accident sorry i mean it happens you know he broke his i mean he landed broke his collarbone injuries happen that's why he played the game but i don't know are you keep? Do you think you'll keep your? How did um, uh, Austin? I can't pronounce his last name. The backup running back for the Chargers do? Did you I play did him last week? Even, I didn't even play him last week. Okay, um, okay. I, I think I might this week because, for I mean, for he's pushing towards starting, but I still am not going to put him in there until I know for sure. Right, I got you. Do you think you would uh, think Jordy Nelson could get you another big game? Because didn't he like ball out last week or at least two he, weeks? Uh, if he gets another big game, he'll probably go. Back, he'll go into my starting lineup probably as a flex. But who would have thought he would have done that? Right. Yeah. I thought he would have. Like I didn't understand. Well, I kind of understood why the Packers got rid of him based off his age. But like I don't. It wasn't like last year was a bad year. He didn't get hurt, correct? Last no, year. he actually was coming. He was coming back from ACL injury. That's okay. So like he had a solid year and he didn't like underperform. And then they got rid of him. I don't know what his salary was, but that's that was a it, weird move. It was based on money they had. I mean, when you, they got Jimmy Graham, yeah, they they had to get rid of Jordy Nelson. I got you. Uh, the Packers play Buffalo this week, right? Yeah, and then you don't know which Buffalo team's going to show up now. That one that just dominated and played without LeSean McCoy or the one who played the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, I was going to ask you real quick because I – don't really remember because I don't. I didn't have the Packers till like last week, um, but I didn't play them last week. Before Muhammad Wilkinson got hurt, um, could you guys stop the run? Uh, Adrian Peterson had some big runs. I mean, they gave up three touchdowns to him. Right, but I didn't know if like the week prior you were kind of still stopping the run when he was in. Uh, they were stopping the run. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really gave up a lot of, like, 100-yard rushers so far. But, yeah, he comes in. Adrian Pierce comes in just playing like he did in Minnesota. That might just be, like, a familiarity thing. Like, he just felt confident. It's like, oh, I'm playing the Packers. I've ran all over the guys before. Not, you know what I mean? He's had games like that versus the Packers, maybe. I don't know. But it's their pass defense. That if you got a quarterback that can pass the ball and you're playing Green Bay's pass defense, you're going to eat them up for yards every week. I got you. How's um, Allen Robinson been playing for you? Mm, he has his moments. I mean, yeah, not great, but not good. No, I got you. It's not like he's getting 100 yards each game, but he'll give you your 40 to 50 yards that you need. But without touchdowns, what are those 40 or 50 yards good for? Right, right. I mean, have you played? So, so, like, three years ago, we did a PPR league. This is prior to last year. And, or it was even more than that, actually. And, like, the scoring was, like, ridiculously high, which I didn't mind, really, because it usually worked to my advantage. But um, do you prefer PPR leagues? Or do you like standard uh, scoring? It, do, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm in a 
another another league where scoring is just a little more. The commissioner has a little more. The numbers add up a little more, but I, it don't bother me. No, I gotcha. I do like that. The only thing that I mean, I wish sometimes I I always wish my players would score more points, but I like how the points are set up so there can't be a tie. Because like two yeah. years, I mean, maybe it was in our league last year, but it might have been two years ago or something. I don't think you were in the league at the moment, and it was just like there was a team that tied, and I think they made the playoff. I don't know if they did or not, but I thought it was stupid. Like, like in terms of the Steelers and probably your Packers, you, you, we don't mind a tie because if you have the same record as someone else, it's going to be a tiebreaker. But I just find like to me, ties aren't wins. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I, don't, I, I don't know. And don't they? Don't they? And those the leagues they adjust scores after every game, so you don't know. Right now, I got you. Uh, what do you think about the Mountaineers this week? Oh, that's going to be a tough. And I said this earlier. I I said this to DJ. I said if we can get past Texas Tech, it looks good going into November. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm I'm semi nervous about Texas. I feel like their defense is probably pretty good. I feel like it wasn't all- necessarily bad last year. They just weren't very it's good. A, it's a whole different team from where they were playing Maryland. Right, yeah. They've changed. They've completely turned around their big 360. But with Texas Tech, you have to look. This Texas Tech defense has been giving up 600 and some odd yards. Six, I think it was like 632 to Houston when they played them. Good Lord. Well, hopefully that works to our advantage. I feel like it should, but... And I uh, believe, I don't know who the other... I know they gave up over 500 to Mississippi. Mississippi beat them by 20 in their opening game. No, they beat Ole Miss. But oh, they beat Ole Miss. They beat Ole Miss. I thought, was, I thought that was their first loss. I thought Texas, that was Texas Tech's first loss. I'm pre- I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they beat Ole Miss. But then I was thinking to myself, Ole Miss got killed by Alabama. So, like, I'm oh. like, well, how good is Ole Miss? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they beat Oklahoma State, which I thought Oklahoma State was, like, good to – or average to good. But then I'm just, like, nervous it's going to be like a slaughterhouse in the Big 12 this year. Like, people are just going to get – a bunch of teams are going to have one losses or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a wide-open conference. Minus, minus Baylor and Iowa State and Kansas. wide-open conference, yeah. I hope – I didn't get to watch the game, but I found it – like, I just realized this today – I just found out today that Army took uh, Oklahoma into overtime. Yeah, uh, I think it's the only time they were going to face the triple option. That's what really – that's what really killed him. I got you. Because I believe that quarterback for Army only threw for 40 yards. Do you remember uh, like three years ago or something when Florida lost to a team that didn't attempt one? It was either they didn't have a completion or they didn't attempt a pass play. They didn't attempt a pass play. <laughs> it was crazy. I believe, yeah. I was like, how is that possible? But that was pretty cool, though. Well, those, those Army, Navy, Air Force are all triple option teams. So if you can stop the triple option, right, and you have a good chance. But yeah, Army's really improved the past two years. I got you. But thanks for calling. And I'll talk to you same time next week. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Hey, what's up? Hey, not much, man. Not much. I didn't bring this up with your brother, but you're playing your brother this week. Oh yeah. Well, you know see what happens i don't anticipate much of a matchup from him but uh there you go we'll see Gurley does score Gurley's got you nine points yeah i think we're gonna be okay i'm logging on now see what i got going on here oh wrong button you dummy come on (laughs) check out my box here oh yeah i already got nine points on him right we're okay we're okay i mean i'm supposed to win by about 10 points here it looks like so 
We'll see. I'm going to keep riding in my home's train. Uh, Tyree Kill taking care of business. A little disappointed in Deshaun Jackson's output Monday in that Steeler game. Are you uh, – uh, oh, um, oh, never mind, you're two and one – one and two, excuse me. Yeah. But I got – I think – let me look at the standings here. How am I looking points-wise? Points-wise, I think you're one of the best – like in your division, you're one yeah. of the best. 334. I think I got the most points in the whole league. So, I mean, it'll, it'll work out in the long run. Yeah, I got the most points for, and I have the most points against. So I got you. I don't know how, know how that works. <laughs> when did you when did you pick up um, James White, or did you draft him? No, I don't. Let me look here. I, I think I picked him up. Uh, it was on the nineteenth. I guess it's last week. Yeah, I, I I can't remember if I had Burkhead or not. I think I did, and I just decided that Burkhead was a, a lost cause. No, I actually so. remember. Um, well, it could have been. But I'm pretty sure Alex drafted him. Okay. Well, I might be getting confused with one of my other leagues I'm playing in, but I did drop. It's I not picked big up deal. White in a couple leagues because because uh, the Burkhead uh, is on IR now. Yeah. I was trying to. I was going to get. I wanted to get James White because I think he was available maybe week two or week one or whenever you picked him up or yeah. prior to you picking him up, obviously. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna get him because he, you know, they use him. If we were on a PPR, it'd be big time. But um, they, you know, they give him a lot of volume. So I was like, I wanted to get him, and then you had him. Yeah. So I think that's going to help you out in the long run, depending on how much they use uh, Sony Michaels. True, true. Well, we'll see what goes on. I, I, I don't know. I probably sh- was thinking about maybe flexing in T.J. Yeldon, but I think I'm going to stick with, uh, with that Galladay right now. I just can't decide what I should do with Deshaun Jackson. You know, I, I don't know if the honeymoon's over there or what. You know, he had a couple big plays that he could have made. Right. So I'm beating back and forth whether or not I want to put T.J in the flex and move Galladay to your wide receiver yeah to my wide receiver slot I got you. but I don't know I also got that guy from the Jets uh I don't even know how to pronounce his last name but it's I wanted to pick him up the, I think the week you got him I tried to pick him up because once again if we were in a PPR league I think it would matter a little more but um yeah he gets a lot of volume you know what I mean he does get a lot of volume and a couple of the other leagues I play that are PPR he is a really nice asset to have right uh you know Demarius Thomas I don't know where he's been at kind of laying in the weeds no i got He's you 46 overall wide receiver he's not helping me much so yeah i drafted That's emmanuel fun. sanders because i remember prior to the draft i heard that uh like i was a little hesitant about getting any broncos receiver based off case keenum but then some i can't remember unfortunately who the reporter was or the analyst was um they talked about how case keenum loved to throw to adam thielen the uh slot receiver for the vikings like, oh, I'll yeah. pick up, uh, I'll draft Emmanuel Sanders. And it's worked out big time. Like, the first yeah. week I didn't start him because I was like, well, we'll just see what happens. He had, like, 19 points. And the second week I played him, I think I played him, maybe I didn't, and he had, like, over 12 points again. Then last week, he didn't have a lot of, like, receiving yards necessarily, but he had, like, a running touchdown, a rushing touchdown, excuse me. So he got me, like, 13 points in my flex, which I was happy with. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't beat it. I mean, I, I just need to start winning games eventually. <laughs> I mean, you should. I, Talent-wise, you have one, a very good team. Yeah, I got the number one running back. I got the number one wide receiver. I got the number two quarterback. I mean, I don't have anyone who's positioned rank worse than 25th in my starting lineup. No, I got uh, you. So, and that's at Alex Collins. I don't, aside from Gurley, I'm weak in running back, but uh, it is what it is. So, okay, so prior. Alex Collins week, which I probably would. I got you. So prior to this game, do you think, would you want something for Dalvin Cook based off if he underperforms again? 
Hey, you know, I mean, everyone's on the table. I mean, I'd... No, I got you. I'd, I'd trade anybody, you know, if it was the right offer. But, uh, you I don't know. think you should trade Gurley. Well... But I, but I, th- I understood what you meant, though. Yeah. It depends on what I get, though. Yeah. I got you. We'll have to see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, we'll see what we'll see what goes on there. I mean, he's a running back two type talent, I would think. But he's really, I, you know... So last, I don't know if the offensive line has changed drastically or he's kind of, I don't know, maybe not as confident after his, after his injury. I don't know if he tore his MCL or ACL last year. Hamstring or something, wasn't it? Well, yeah, that was last that was, year. See, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about last year. And then, um, yeah. so maybe he's just a little more hesitant because last year, prior to him getting hurt, he was one of the best running backs in the league. Not, I shouldn't say it that way. His numbers, was he was performing as one of the best backs. And then he got hurt. And then this year he hasn't really lived up to it. Because I think he was like a top ranked, like a top twenty player. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know. Because I remember he was he was doing great, and you know I probably shouldn't have drafted him in the uh, in the third round. You know, it's I had I don't know. I think one of those. I think that's kind of hard to say based off like he should be performing more, and maybe it was a bad pick. But like I remember we let him sit there for a while. I'm pretty sure because no one no that was something I'm yeah. I think when Browns well, running I think back he was higher he was higher rated on the ESPN or you know right right right, right. Thing where you, he was a higher rated player and he fell so I guess it was a value pick but at the same time you know that's he's not doing anything you know, relative to where I where, where I drafted him I mean I got guys I picked up on the waiver line who are better performers so no that makes that totally makes sense yeah we'll see no I guess you I gotta um, decide what I'm gonna do with the Browns defense thing I think I want to ride it out. I mean, that might not be a bad pick. They're they, they're playing well. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. It seems hard because maybe they're not like a. I don't know. They get they get you interceptions and they get you sacks and stuff. So I mean, that works out. Yeah. Um. So how do you what do you think about the Mountaineers this week versus Texas Tech? Oh, I think it's a it's a big one. <laughs> you know, I kind of thought that we would get an idea how good the team was when they played NC State, but. You know, that all kind of fell through. So I think uh, Kansas State really wasn't much of a match for them. Uh-huh. Uh, and that kind of showed on the field. I, you know, we'll see what happens. They've gone down to Lubbock and have had the season ruined before. So. <laughs> no, I got yeah. you. Um, I think what what's the line at now? Is it still still a touchdown or is it is it moved? I don't know off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'd have to look it up too, but... I think that they will pull it out because I think that our offense is, as far as the offense goes, it's probably a push in terms of who's better. I mean, I think we have the better talent in Will Greer, but, right. you know, they're a top three or I think they might even have been the top scoring offense in the country going into last week. Okay. I'd have to double check that. I thought I saw that a, a stat somewhere on that, but, you know, they're a great offense and we have a great offense too. So then it comes down to defense, and I have to believe that our defense is a little bit better than theirs. Correct. And, like, to your point, they do have the number one offense, partially probably because they have to put up all these points that they couldn't stop yeah. from, from preventing being put up. Yeah, and I think we can score with them. But, you know, it's just a matter of whose defense is better, I think. And, you know, special teams will factor in, obviously, too. And I don't know what the weather's going to be down there. Hopefully it's not real windy or, you know. We'll see. No, I got you. I think I think it's going to be a tough one, but they should get the win. I I agree. I I've never watched. Well, I shouldn't say never watched. It sounds like I've never seen Texas Tech play, but I haven't watched Texas Tech play this year. In past years, they've been you know supposedly, you know, where they they were better, but we've always you know seemed to pull it out and beat them. Yeah. But um, I don't. I watched. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. You can say what you need to. 
I was to. just saying, you know, I watched uh, a good portion of that Tech Oklahoma State game mm-hmm. uh, in the second half, and you know, Tech 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 handled them well. Now Oklahoma State's kind of falling apart. They're having some personnel issues, and you know, kids leaving, and Gundy threatening the press. But you know, <laughs> well, he did. He did. He he said he was going to cut off uh, questions if they asked about kid transferring out of there so you know i don't i think there's a lot of distractions with oklahoma state so i'm almost ready to kind of write them off no i guess for the fourteen race we were talking about last week so mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll see what happens but uh right now it's it's looking like they're they're gonna have a hard time i guess i'm pretty uh so as flaws as a team what would you think what would you think our biggest flaw is right now the mountaineers oh i Probably, probably go with depth at uh, linebacker. I got gotcha. you. Uh, you know, if they already had a guy go, Denton, I think was who went down early, uh-huh. so he's out. You got David Long making basically 100 tackles a game. <laughs> you know, if you lose him, I mean, you they already had changed the way that they played. The, you know, how many down linemen they played once this year. No, I got gotcha, you. Yeah. I think the greatest strength of the defense is probably the guys up front, the linemen. No, I definitely but, agree. You know, if you keep losing line, if you if you lose another linebacker, then they can eat up all the blocks you want, but someone's got to tackle the guy. I got you. Uh, I'd say that's probably my biggest concern. I feel it like seem, it seems like the offense can finish now. Or no, least, I do agree. You know. I feel like a concern is our. It's going to sound silly because we haven't really had a you know a real test, but we've been turning the ball over a little bit in certain situations and it hasn't came back to bite us yet but if we play a better team let's just say texas tech and they start getting points off of turnovers that could maybe come yeah, back to bite us right yeah, right so uh a couple bad throws by greer you know right i talked to a couple people about that and you know i don't know how true it you know, a lot of people saying oh well he didn't help himself with that performance against kansas state i don't know how you can say that if you throw five touchdown passes Right, but uh, you know, yeah, he looked a little sloppy there, and yeah, throwing the ball, a couple bad interceptions. I don't know if he was forcing it or what, but uh, yeah, you're right. You start doing that against a team that's a quality opponent. You know, they're going to make you pay, unfortunately. Or may not be. You know, they're a ranked team. You know, do they deserve that? I don't know, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. No, I got you. I think uh, so. Like to your point about the you know the two interceptions like hurt him. I think the only. To your point, I think it's a great point in terms of, like, like they didn't hurt him that bad because he threw five touchdowns. But, like, his competition, I can't think. There's, like, two more people that are, you know, besides him. But, like, the Alabama quarterback, I'm not going to mispronounce his name. He's playing at a high level for Alabama. Tua. Tua, yeah. yeah. And then I thought there was – I can't – I think there was, like, one more person, maybe, like, Love out of Stanford. But I could see how someone could come back to that and be like, okay, you know, that week Tua played this well or something or – but I don't know. We'll just have to – it's – Well, I mean, basically, the way I look at it, there's no – I mean, yeah, you got to run the PR campaign to get Will invited to the Heisman ceremony, but there's virtually no way he wins this unless, you know, I, I guess the only way would be Alabama becomes a two-loss team, which I don't see that happening. I mean, because two is probably going to win it, even though he's splitting the reps with Hurts. He's just a great player. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know – I just don't see, you know, we have to go undefeated and they have to be a two-loss team, I think, for him to really win it. 
No, I got you. We'll see. But, you know, he's doing pretty well. I mean, 14 touchdowns and three interceptions. That's, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know the exact stat. You'll probably know this. Um, but I, uh, I think it's a pretty cool stat, but it's kind of almost borderline irrelevant. Greer's record at home was like 13-3. Oh, yeah. For us. Like, every time he's played at home, obviously. Doesn't well, he, he just wins in general. Mm-hmm. His uh, QB, QBR this year, I'm checking it out here now, it's 93.5. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, what more do you want? No, I got gotcha. you. Uh, they, they, they ought to be okay here. I did check the line. It moved to three and a half, so, you know, getting we'll a little closer there. But, yeah. Uh, I think we're both excited for the game on Saturday, so I'll call you pretty close at the same time next week, and thanks for calling. All right, Ben. We'll see you, man. See you. Thanks. Bye. Hey, what's going on? Oh, not too much. Okay, so... Um, you lost to Giles last week, correct? Yeah, on a little bit of a skid here. Uh, I'm going to start Watkins and see how far he can take me. I've had him out the first couple weeks, so uh, I'm going to put Cooper on the shelf. Uh, I actually traded him in my money league for uh, Carlos Hyde. And, uh, well, that's I big got, time. Yeah. You just did straight got, up? Uh, no, there was a couple other guys in the deal. I sent uh, Kittle. uh and uh, out, or uh, Lamar Miller, and I got uh, Hyde and uh, Crabtree in return. So that's not too I'm bad. Two, I'm two and one in that league, so I'm I'm liking what I have there. But I'm kind of kind of looking maybe to make some moves here if I don't get a win in our deal this weekend. But uh, hopefully these guys can get it get it together. Zeke and uh, Breeze. No, I got you. I mean, if you just go by. You know, name alone, I feel like your lineup should be, you know, very well every week. I think maybe it's just been maybe like a matchup in terms of whoever you played that week just scored more. That sounds goofy, but just scored, having to score more points than you because, like, it's not. Has Zeke almost a little bit underperformed for you in terms of a first round pick or first pick? Or, or? I feel like he's been uh, a little bit of a bust, maybe. Um, I got him late in my – I got him uh, seventh in my other league, which I felt like was a steal. But I don't know. I think more teams are gearing up to stop the run with them because they don't have, you know, the pass-catching options that they've had in the past. So it's making it a little more difficult on him, I guess. No, I got you. How's uh, Kenyon Drake playing for you? Is he kind of like – He's been pretty solid, I think – He's he's probably been I've kept him in my flex, but he's probably been good enough to be a number two uh, running back. I, I I I haven't really seen Miami play that much, so I don't know no, how I got involved you. he is. But um, he's been okay, I guess. I guess you. I'm kind of shocked that Miami's undefeated. Yeah, that was something I don't think anybody really saw coming, and you know now they've got. New England on Sunday, and it's kind of a big, big deal to see who really takes hold of that division. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner probably New England's got to win almost assuredly because they can't start one and three. So I hope I hope they do. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, most of us do. No, I got you. Um, so, <laughs> what do you think of the Sunday night game? How did the Steelers? How do you think uh, the Steelers was, played? You mean the Monday night game? Excuse me, I apologize. Yes. Uh, it was pretty wild. I mean, everybody was, I think everybody got excited and then 
I think there was like 10 or 11 minutes left in the fourth, and Tampa had scored, and I told my dad, I said, this game's not over yet. Right. You know, it just seems like the same song and dance. They get a they get a lead, and, you know, they were fortunate enough to hold on to it there Monday. But you just wonder, I don't know, how far they can go when you're just getting out by your the skin of your teeth, I guess. No, I got you. Or I f- not. I find it weird that, like, this week, like, if Cincinnati lost and, like, we beat the Ravens, somehow we could just be back at the top of the division already. I mean, the yeah, Browns would have to lose again, but. Yeah, I, I I like Cleveland out in Oakland. I mean, Oakland's been awful. They've mm-hmm. been worse than the Browns probably this year. Um, and then, I don't know, Baltimore to me, they're kind of still, I know they've won, a, they won last weekend and stuff, but I, I, I like the Steelers at home. Um I don't know that they're good enough offensively to really uh, score with us, and I don't know that their defense is really that that great as in years past either. So right, yeah. Um, I was uh, borderline nervous and like kind of like annoyed, um, but I think it was more of the Bills were just not that good. Uh, week one, they destroyed the Bills, and I'm like, please tell me they're not this dominant. And then I was like, I tried to. Right. I saw highlights, and I'm like. These people are, like, wide open or, like, it's just too easy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure the Bills are just not that good. Yeah, last weekend was kind of bizarre world, I guess, with it seemed like there were a bunch of the underdogs had won, like, you know, Detroit beat New England. Uh-huh. And, Bills beat um, Minnesota. Yeah. The Redskins then, beat the Packers. Right. Yeah, that was just an odd weekend, it seemed like. I got you. Okay, so talk about the matchup with Texas Tech on Saturday. Um, well, I think the line came out Sunday. We were maybe a touchdown favorite, and now apparently, from what I've gathered tonight, we're three-and-a-half-point underdogs. So there's obviously a lot of money, I guess, being thrown on Tech. Um, this is the first team we've played, I guess, with what you would call an offensive pulse. Right, yeah. So uh, I guess I'm probably more concerned as I've ever been um, this season had we played NC State, I'd have been a little more concerned. No, I understand. But, uh, this is going to be our biggest defensive challenge, biggest challenge for our defense this year by far. And I guess I would say if we if we win, we probably know we're we're in we're headed in the right direction. If we lose, you know, you wonder. Uh, the rest of October, there's not much there. I mean, you got Kansas. Well, October doesn't start yet, but you know what I mean. You I'm got so Kansas and Baylor and Iowa State. You know, those aren't none of those teams are offensive juggernauts. So, um, I think the defense will have a t- have a have its hands full. But uh, uh, it's a game we should win. But you never know on the road. You know how things are going to go. I got so. you. Uh, personally, I'm nervous that they're gonna. It's gonna be a close game. Not because I know anything. It's because I'm busy on Saturday. Right. I'm going to a wedding and I won't be able to watch the end of the game because it's like a three or three thirty, and then I'm gonna be. A, but um, yeah. I think for the past few years, and I think you know people have said this. You know, I think you probably said it once in a while that uh, Dana's had Kingsbury's number. So I I'm a little confident there. I haven't seen Texas Tech play. Have you watched any of the Texas Tech games? Um. Uh... I watched some of their first game with Ole Miss, which they got beat, and then some last week with uh, Oklahoma State on the road, which people had thought, you know, I guess Oklahoma State was pretty good after they beat Boise. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you know, Tech goes on the road and wins there, and then they beat Houston the week prior. So they've got a couple of quality wins, in my mind, under their belt coming in into our game. So, um, you know, they, they're, they, they've got to be pretty confident coming in. But uh, I would rather probably have them coming off this stretch of uh, wins than, than, than them coming off a loss. It seems like teams are harder to beat when they're coming off of a loss. There's just more motivation to win. I understand. Who's the uh, the quarterback from Clemson that wants to transfer? Uh, Kelly Bryant. Give her your recruitment pitch, DJ. I I wouldn't want him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want him or Hurts either one. Neither one of those guys are fits for our offense. I don't think. No, um, I agree. I don't I like. I like Bryant. I think he uh, from a talent aspect, he's he's he'd be good. But I don't think he's really a guy that's gonna excel in our our offense. I understand. I think it. So like I keep. Well, I don't keep saying this. It's not really like it's ever gonna catch on. But I kind of like. I kind of like that we're getting these transfers. You know, it's it's cool that these players. You know. The, yeah, I was telling Mike. I mean, it's been unreal. Uh, just what we've pulled in, and you know, you one. I'm wondering who who on the staffs actually got all these connections, but. I, got I mean, you. we got we got the kid from the the middle linebacker from Alabama for next year, and oh, I'm wow. sure there's there's going to be others on the way. So um, I hope so. It's definitely paid off this year, probably more than any. I can't. I mean, I'm sure there we've had, and like uh, I don't want to. But I wish we could start getting more freshmen. Like you know, they'd get on the wagon rather than going somewhere else, and then they only get like a year or two here. If that right. makes sense. Well, I think I think as far as the high school recruiting is going, I think it's gotten uh, incrementally better. Um, there's a lot of good, at least at the skill positions. It seems like there's been, um, you know, Dana's always going to recruit receivers well, but that that seems to be a, uh, a a good spot for him. And of course, you know, anytime you're seeing us in on the TV as much as we are, it always helps. So I got gotcha. you. Um, I think getting Will Greer is going to help us more in the future, even though he's not going to be here after this season, because yeah. I think we'll play well. Teams, Young players will see that, and they'll be like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do what Will Greer did, or I want to take that team to the right. next level. Hopefully players will Yeah, I mean, I think we've got a couple uh, – I think we've got a couple guys uh, behind him that are w- probably worthy enough to play next year and beyond. Uh, so, um you know, I think we're pretty much set for the next two or three years. I like Allison. I think he's going to be uh, a good starter in probably two years. He's still got two years of eligibility, and you know, he's a big dude, six six, and you know, I got you. Um, they don't always make him that big, so. <laughs> no, it totally makes sense. Yeah, the waiting for this. Um, sportsbook deal to kick in in West Virginia so we can gamble on some games but there you go we're still waiting on that so uh I'll try and keep the folks updated if I have any news on that <laughs> yeah, no no problem um but it was good talking to you and like hey you know always you know share with family and friends and stuff that's always much appreciated and it's always yeah, appreciated definitely. for calling in and stuff so thanks I'll sure, talk to you next week uh-huh thanks bye But that'll do it for this week's podcast. I'd like to thank all the listeners and the people who have downloaded the podcast. The podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to all of those. Um, Like us on Facebook, Benjamin's Dream. 
Follow us on Twitter at My Dream Jersey. Follow us on Instagram at My Dream Jersey. And subscribe to our YouTube page, Benjamin's Dream. And also check out MyDreamJersey.com. Go to the Top Picks tab um, and go also go to the Merchandise tab. On the Top Picks tab, you can go and you can find all the sales from uh, major retailers of, of sports memorabilia, sports collectibles, um, sports clothing, jerseys. You go check that out. And then if you'd like to support us in um, buying any of our merchandise, some of the um, Benjamin's Dream merchandise or also has My Dream Jersey on it, that would be uh, highly appreciated. If you like the podcast or disagreed with anything we said, we have no problem with you leaving comments on any of those things or telling us how you feel. So I'd like to thank everyone again, and uh, same time next week. Bye.